This podcast contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. For details on specific content warnings, please refer to our show notes. Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. I'm your host, Derek. I'm Megan from Mona Laclasse. This is Paris from the Terrible Book Club. And this time around, we have a returning guest. I'm Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss and also Life World. Am I allowed to say that I'm from Life World? Like, oh my god. <laughs> yes! Yeah, yes, of course. That's why I didn't plug it. We did it! I'm so proud of us. <laughs> But yeah, we have a returning guest for some weird fucking reason. Kate decided that she wanted to come back and play with us. How did we not scare you away? You, you absolutely did. You said weird fucking reason, like she doesn't love us all individually. Yeah, I was going to say, I think she's, think she's a fan. <laughs> I think she's had us all on her exactly. show, so it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you know, over, over the month of May, I had Tuesday Misadventures for a month, and so now, you know... I'm coming to play at your Rolling house. Rolling May Adventures? Oh, no, that was bad. I, mm, I I apologize. Apologize. Never apologize. Oh, I will. Always. Um, yeah, so how does how do we do this? What's happening? I don't even remember at this point. Let's see. Well, we're playing this game. Derek's, <laughs> Derek's back to life. I have no idea what order these are going to air in, but Derek's alive again. Oh, no, you're, yeah, that one, that one will have already come out by the time that this does. We're all no longer Derek. <laughs> yes, we are, we've, we're back to our individual personalities. Derek's alive again. We had to sacrifice Charles to do it. Charles is, has, <laughs> Charles has died so that Derek may live again. <laughs> Yeah, we we had to make that swap. We decided it was worth oh, it. So, R.I.P. Charles. Keeping in mind, at, listeners, um, at the time of recording this, I have not listened to that episode that they are referring to. So, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> just trust us. Just don't don't ask questions. So, anyway, today's episode. So this time around, we are playing the playset "The Office Party" by Stelio Pasaris. And the score reads as such. What I don't like about office Christmas parties is looking for a job the next day. Phyllis Diller. In the corporate environment, the thin veneer of suits and smiles hides the savage truth. That underneath it all, we are territorial animals driven by the selfish urges of lust and greed. After a year of stress, the office Christmas party is a chance to relax, to unwind, to let down your hair. But there are always those who go just that little bit too far and lose their carefully constructed inhibitions. Having been pushed to your limits, it's all too easy to let your self-control slip through the intoxicated fingers and let your baser instincts run amok. So ladies and gentlemen, raise your glasses and cheer at this festive time of the year and enjoy what you've worked so hard to achieve. Let's hope it was worth it come the morning. Merry Christmas! And for movie night, they list an excellent example being Bridget Jones's diary, 
then they also say the glamour of Hollywood largely passes over the mundane existence of corporate office life. Instead, consider watching some of these more lowly television shows to seek inspiration. The Office, The League of Gentlemen, Ally McBeal, Seinfeld, Arrested Development, Ugly Betty, and The Mary Tyler Moore Show. I don't believe they didn't list Office Space with the movies. Yeah, that's weird. So if you could just do this one little thing, that'd be great. I guess because there's not a Christmas party in that film. Fair. All right. And for this story arc, I am playing Stuart Goodman with a relationship with Megan's character of Office Roles, trainer slash trainee replacing them, with a need to get drunk and show that you're one of the team. And I will be playing Carolyn Kapinski. Carolyn, Caroline, Carolyn. Yeah. Carolyn Kapinski with a with no relationship with Paris's character, but a need to get revenge on your damned manager with an object of a karaoke microphone. Alright, this is Paris and I will be playing Topher Eagle. Um my relationship with Kate is that of office roles, computer expert and the technophobe. We have a need to get revenge on the whole awful system, and we have an object, which is a key to a colleague's drawer. I'm playing Rudebega Marie. I have a relationship with Derek's character of being the old lech with the younger target, and an object of a desk full of illicit sex toys. <laughs> I've known Rudebega Marie for five seconds. And if anything were to happen to her, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> uh, Derek's already holding his head. I want to point that out. Yeah, it's already like, what if I, what if I allowed? This to do? It's like, why did I come back? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But the only thing that we've really agreed to in our setup is that this uh, Christmas party, per Kate's suggestion, is taking place in July. Christmas in July. So almost present time as it is currently June. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it'll be when it airs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it'll be July. So sorry. It is July. Whoops. Merry Christmas. It's July. Um, Go buy a mattress. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Okay. Who? Uh, I forget if there's anything else we need to do before we start figuring out scenes. No. Uh, if anyone has a scene they'd like to start the story arc with, let's go for it. Um. I would be fine to start with maybe a scene where I come to help Kate's character with their computer, uh, since I'm a member of the IT team, and uh, I start to get suspicious about her drawer. So is this is this right before like the party? Is this before the party starts? Yeah, I've been having problems with my computer. I can't. I just. I can't. I can't log on. I can't. Can you come check it out? So I think it's early afternoon, almost at the end of work day, on the day of the office party. And Rudebega Marie has realized that she can't get into the new fiscal year's spreadsheet. And so she's going to pull in the IT guy. Just open this one little thing for me. Would you just do that one little thing for me, honey, please? I just need it done before the party. Oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be right over. Uh, and so Topher recognizes that this is a... A great opportunity to maybe find out some things about our finances since this regards a, a spreadsheet, since he has ulterior motives. Right, because Rutabaga, I don't think I said, I'm sorry, that, that Rutabaga is sort of the, the receptionist, the administrative assistant. She's the one that looks like 
She's pretty low on the totem pole, but actually she's the one that you go to in the office that knows everything. Uh, yeah, so Topher shows up at, the, at Rebecca's desk. Um, he's like, what, so what's, what seems to be the problem? What's going on? I keep trying to open the spreadsheet, and it keeps just not letting me make any changes in it. And we're into the new fiscal year now, honey, and so I need you to sit down here, and I need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Okay, well, let me see. Um, it, mm, are you connected? Don't open those files. Those are my personal files. Oh, oh, I, I wasn't. I I just need to check to see if you're connected to the internet, because sometimes that's a problem. If the internet drops out, oh, then okay, you can't. Okay, okay. I'll just, I'll just, I'll step out of your way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, like, awkwardly nudge myself in there. Um, so, you know, I'm checking to see if she's connected to the internet. I'm checking to see if, um... If this is the right spreadsheet, you know, maybe it was like a weird copy that someone made. I'm checking to see if it's password protected. I'm doing all, you know, running through all my troubleshooting things. And while I'm doing this, because I'm so used to it, I'm kind of looking around her desk, uh, trying to see if I can glean any information. And, you know, I see she has some drawers that... You know, I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder if there's anything useful in there, but I don't really think much about it. And so I think to myself, uh, maybe I'll tell her I have to check the wiring. And so I roll back and I'm like, oh, yeah, I just got to see where these wires connect. Like, I, sometimes they write them through the drawers and I go to open the drawer and it's locked. Oh, that, that, there's, 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 there's definitely nothing with wires in that drawer. I'm absolutely certain oh. that everything in that drawer is manual or battery operated. I hear this and I'm immediately suspicious. I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, no problem. So I, I rummage around, you know, I make sure all, I unseat and reseat all the cables, you know, all the dumb IT shit we all do. Um, you know, and eventually I'm like, okay, looks like, you know, looks like maybe you were just, just got kicked off the network for a minute. Uh, looks like it's, it's working just fine now. So you can take care of that stuff. Uh, what, so what, um, just out of curiosity, what's, what's up with all the stuff in that drawer? There's nothing in the drawer. It's just locked. It's fine. Okay. Well, you said battery operated. I was just making sure it wasn't anything IT related that I needed to be aware of. You know, we like to keep inventory and, you know, if you need any batteries, just let me know. I just, I don't trust technology very much, but I, I keep everything in here with brand new batteries and it starts up on a dime. It's just fine. Thank you so much. All right. All right, Rudabig. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. I will absolutely be seeing you later, honey. And I'm just, you know, I walk away and I'm like, all right, I make a mental note. Like, I got to get into that drawer and I got to look into this, this lady. This might be, she might be the key to, you know, to unraveling some things of this company. Like, if I can get into that drawer and find out what she's got in there, I might, I might be able to access some information. So this is where my, my, pl- my plan starts brewing. Caroline, she's very kind of like buttoned up. She has like very short cropped hair. She walks very straight. She looks sort of very diligent, but also she looks just bored as shit. Just like maybe a thousand miles away. So it's like this weird combination where if you were seeing her from like across the room, you'd be like, that is a diligent corporate woman. But if you're standing next to her, it's just like, she has checked the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think Stuart is following, basically hanging on to every word of Caroline. Like maybe he's been there. He had just finished internship, maybe. 
like been there a month. And for some reason, maybe he knows someone at the higher tier of people is the one slotted to take over Caroline's job. And he doesn't want to fuck that up. So he is following every direction as straight laced as possible. And so she's leading you down the aisles and she's just like, and this is where Jane does some Jane. What is Jane, what is it that you do again? Um, I'm a, a sysadmin over the. Yeah, okay, that's fantastic. Are you are you going to be putting up the streamers later? Yes. Oh well, yeah. But I mean, but first I have to. Re- yes, streamers, fantastic. All right, great job. And um, David, David's responsible. David, you press things in Word, correct? You press, you do, mm, the, with the HTML, that's a thing. Well, I mean, um, I'm doing a lot of stuff in, in Python, mostly. We have snakes here? We have, okay, um, so Stuart, you need to be aware when I leave, you're going to be responsible for snakes now, apparently. I swear to God, I don't know what we do these days. All right, snakes, got it. When, when you're done with the snakes, make sure that the tree in the break room is decorated. I swear to God. All right, you you better be ready, Stuart. There's a lot of people that you have to manage within the department. And, and you know, keep in line. The digital arm of the company is just getting bigger every day. They're entrusting uh, just a lot of responsibility to you. How old are you again? You're like, you're what? You're out of, you're out of high school, aren't you? How old are high schoolers nowadays? They're, they're like, they're like 16, correct? Sometimes, yeah. At some point of their high school careers, they are 16. You are correct there, Caroline. Uh, But no, I've, I've graduated college at this point. I mean, I did my several years there, even graduated early. So you're, you're old, you're older than 16. Yeah. Older than 16. You're quite short. He just nods. Not not a whole lot I've been able to do about that. They didn't really teach us that in college, about how to remedy that. Hmm. I see. So you're saying that your, your education was subpar. Excuse me? What do you mean subpar? I got my degree within three years instead of four. So you didn't even get your full schooling is what you're telling me. Sure. We'll go with that. Well, one works with what one must. All right. Come along, come along. There's still a lot to do before the party this evening. Such is what it is. All right. So you mentioned the streamers. We got that. Uh, Snakes. That was a write-in. The tree's taken care of. Um, What else would make this a uh, more festive party? I mean, snow isn't really something we could do in the middle of July. I know. This, This is a ridiculous thing coming from the the social committee oh god yeah that's that's a fun thing that you're going to have to deal with their um oh what do they even call themselves they call themselves like the 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 fun committee or something silly like that they're the ones who set up the things where it's like oh everybody's gonna like go go karting and bond instead of you know get our work done, and yet we still have to actually meet, like, the quarterly co- quotas and stuff after we go go-karting. It's it's ridiculous. Um, our, uh, our administrative assistant, come, come quat, come quat Marie, she's on it. It's Rutabaga. 
good lord, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how she does that. It is goddamn terrifying. Anyway, catering should be coming with food in about a half an hour. Um, so, you know, you'll have to see to that. I believe there is some sort of karaoke machine that will be being delivered. Um, uh, where is... Uh, where? Topher, Topher, where is Topher? He's... Uh, I believe he's overseeing the the alcohol that's supposed to be coming in. Wait, al- alcohol, Caroline? Isn't isn't that against company policy? Drinking on the premises? I hope not. Come, Quats. No one asked for your input, Stuart. Yes. Stuart, it's a party. It's my last day on the job. <laughs> you have a lot to learn, young man. That's why I'm following you around. Exactly. And here's the first thing you're going to learn. Taking responsibility. You're going to take responsibility for my actions. Now let's go. We have a lot more things to do. Lots to do. Lots to get rid. Lots to prepare for. And then she sets off down the down the hallway. Knowing that Kumquat, aka Rutabaga, was over here in the conversation, I think that her and Stuart would have some sort of interaction at this point. I think you bring your bring your clipboard over to me for a second to check on some of the, the items on the clipboard, maybe? Because I'm on a phone call. And hold on, just hold on, hold hold on, hold on just a second, honey. Hold on. Okay, what what was that? Okay, yes, thank you. Monty's pythons. Yes, thank you. Please deliver them all by five o'clock tonight. Thank you. Yes, oh, you have a good day. Bless your heart, honey. Stuart! Um, pythons. That's not really on the list for the party. It was a ride-in. <laughs> he looks down at the clipboard, noting that he did actually ride in pythons early. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, Rutabaga, I, I got just... Could you just... Could you, honey, could you just say my name one more time, please? Rutabaga? Thank you. Um, I... I have some concerns about this holiday party. Uh, Caroline mentioned that there was alcohol involved. Quite a lot. Quite a lot. But there will be no keg stains this year. Okay, good. Was there a problem with them in the past? That's, that came down from corporate after last year's issue. Let me just tell you that pythons and keg stains do not mix. So you've had the pythons before then? Well, of course. Uh, I guess there's still some things I need to learn about working here. I will teach you anything you need to know, honey. <laughs> I don't want to work in this office. <laughs> he's he's just gonna play dumb. He's like, uh, oh, okay. Well, what else do I? What else do you need to teach me, Miss Marie? Oh, uh, sweet cakes. Oh, uh, well, I will teach you one thing that's very important right now. Okay, and he takes his clipboard up ready to take more notes. So, honey, let me just, one thing I'm going to teach you now and then maybe again later, if you know what I mean, is that you should not open this drawer by yourself. Okay. I have a key. I don't think you're ready to go through this drawer by yourself. He kind of lowers the clipboard. Are you blushing? I'm blushing. Is it warm in here? I think it's warm in here. I think I... Okay, so, so you're teaching me not to get in your drawers. Got it. Just this one. We will later. 
All right. Um, so, Rutabaga, is there anything else that you need before? Oh, wait, wait, honey. Just do it again. Do it again. Say my name. A little louder this time. <laughs> Miss, Miss Marie, is there anything else you need for this party? No, no, no that's not my last name. Uh, it's not. Okay. So, Rutabaga, <laughs> then, do you, is there anything you need for me for this party? Do you have a tighter pair of jeans? He just looks very confused, kind of raises an eyebrow. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they said business casual, so I didn't know how casual was too casual. Very casual. Is that something I can add to my notes? I don't think you'll need to. Oh, I love it so much. So is that good or bad for Stuart? I've, I've gotten mixed signals on that. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, you poor baby. <laughs> poor naive baby. Not after the party. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No. Stuart's oh, gonna come out of this one way or another. Stuart's gonna come out of this party, a man. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come out limping. <laughs> so Topher's sitting at his desk, uh, listening to this number station podcast. That's like a it's like a drama narrative, but the numbers are, you know hidden within the story. Uh, and so this is how he gets his um, instructions, you know, from the, the people he works for. Uh, and so he's at his desk with his, you know, his one-time pad and he's just decoding. Two, Caroline just suddenly was looming over in, in that sort of way that she can loom. You just see the shadow, like, covering the desk at that point. Yes. She she wears, like, these, de- like, the devil wears Prada kind of heels where, like, normally you can hear her coming, but you've had the, you've got the earphones in listening. And so, yeah, you've just got the shadow over you. Topher! Tover, are you... Tover. Yeah. Uh, yes. Hi. Hi, Caroline. This does not look like productive work to me. Oh, I'm just working on, uh, I'm working on some coding for the new website. Mmm. And I show it to her because I know she's an idiot about IT, so I'm like, those are numbers. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Good work. Good work, Tover. All right. That... Mmm. Glad to see you're you're on the ball after all. Yeah. Uh, do you need do you need anything from me for the uh, for the party later? Yes. Yes. Your friend. Uh, your friend that you you spoke to me about. Uh, what was his name? Mr. Vladislav. Who? <laughs> oh yeah. Go to Vlad. We'll be bringing by the handles of vodka for the party later. Is that still all set up to go? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Vlad. Vlad is. You know, great calm. I mean, Vlad, Vlad is a, he's a great guy. He'll be by with that vodka, don't you worry. He's a funny guy, so if he shows up and he's, um, he's got a really heavy accent and seems a little suspicious, it's just social awkwardness. Don't worry about it. He just, you know, hasn't been socialized a lot, grew up with, you know, foreign parents. Just don't worry about it. Hmm. Technology has made a lot of today's youth very awkward. It's true. Yes, it sure has. And then she kind of lowers her voice a little and like leans down. And how about that other thing that we discussed about getting into the inbox of Stevenson from corporate? Uh, yeah, um, well, this office, 
as you can see, is very tiny. So <laughs> that's why I, that's why I'm speaking very quietly. I'm still, using my inside voice. Still, I don't feel great about discussing this in the cubicles. Do you want to meet in the supply closet in like five minutes? I'll be in there. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, all right. You know what? You did just prove your point. However, I would like to point out that the two of us meeting in the supply closet also has a very unfortunate connotation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's go out to lunch. We'll discuss it later during the party. How about that? Okay, good idea, because there'll be loud music on. Yes, and our friend from the social fun committee will be occupied. Very true. Keep up the good work, Topher. Very good job with your numbers and your coding. <laughs> Have a great day, Caroline. See you at the party later. Yes. See you then. Finger guns. Finger guns are happening because you can't see me doing them, but they're happening. Finger guns to you too, Topher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That was great. <laughs> Hey folks, it's your host Derek here with a quick intermission. First up, a huge thank you to our lovely, beautiful, wonderful, amazing, and strategically synergistic Patreon supporters. Ben, Kate, Natari Windrider, Sarah, Smoke Toast, and Rev. Thank you folks so much for continuing to support what we do here on Rolling Misadventures. Your help is greatly appreciated by helping us cover some of our costs for things like hosting or the music and sound libraries that have been making our stories that much better lately. Uh, that is all thanks to those wonderful people. If you would also like to support us monetarily, please visit patreon.com slash rolling misadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you can make a huge difference for us and you also get a shout out. Or for a few bucks more a month, you also get bonus content like behind the scenes updates, us playing various games, as well as just really fun creator chats that we get to have. And again, all of that is by going to patreon.com slash rolling misadventures. Uh, as we had mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, I'm back from the dead. And while I was stuck in my inner planar existence, I did a whole bunch of other projects. So if you want to check any of those out, I'm just going to list them off real quick. You can go over to the Roll Less Taken, which is another actual play podcast that I got to be a guest on to play a game called Monster Care Squad. Uh, basically, take Monster Hunter and mix it with a little bit of ER, that old uh, 90s medical show. And that's basically what you have. Uh, it was a whole lot of fun, and it was a continued project that we were doing for the Cast Junkie server crossovers. So make sure to check out the Roll Less Taken, the Monster Care Squad bonus episodes. There's two of them up that you can check out. Uh, also, releasing on Sunday, July 26th, I have a short form audio drama that I wrote and produced called Proposal. And that'll be part of a compilation of various horror stories with Listen, Rinse, Repeat. So if you want to listen to that, make sure to check out Listen, Rinse, Repeat this Sunday, uh, basically the same day that this is releasing, to hear a really fun one-minute audio drama horror story that I created. Again, that's called Proposal. 
Uh, other than that, I have other stuff I've been working on as well, but I will wait until those releases get a little bit closer before I talk about any of those. So in the meantime, go ahead, do the usual stuff to help us out. Uh, spread the word. I know that's usually meant for earlier, but uh, if you're listening and you want to help us out, spread the word. Let people know that you are enjoying the show by sharing the episodes on social media. You can leave us reviews on Podchaser, which might help spread the word there. If anything, it'll make me feel happy to read those. Or, you know what? Whoever's nearby, just look them dead square in the eye and say, you know what? I am the boss now. Go listen to Rolling Misadventures. And they'll look at you like you're crazy, but they're not going to question it because you're the boss. And if this story is any indication, you listen to what the boss tells you. Uh, but all of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, run a quick little promo for another fantastic show, and we will get right back to that story. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of. Unfortunately, your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Caroline, could you give me just a moment, please? Yes, yes, um, yes, Rutabaga, I'm coming, I'm coming. Uh, what is it? Do you realize that I'm very busy? Actually, wait, I'm the management of IT. Why are you calling me over? Because, okay, this delivery had just arrived, and I, um, I'm a little bit overwhelmed right now because it's two deliveries at the same time. I have uh, this karaoke machine. Oh, three. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so we have a karaoke machine. I, I have other... I have Python. Wait, oh, no, no, no. You what? wait. Just you wait. Because I need you to be in charge of this microphone for the karaoke machine. Because it looks quite similar to some items that I have in my personal drawer in my desk. And I do not want to get them confused because that has a wire on it. I don't do wires. You realize there are plenty of people in the office that we can delegate to taking the karaoke machine to the break room. Would you rather carry a bunch of pythons? No, no, I no, I would prefer not to. That's that that was what I thought. I expected to for you to want to take the lightest possible, and so I'm handing you the microphone. You guard this microphone as if your life depended on it, and do not put it on my desk. I don't want to get it confused with any of the other items in my desk, if you know what I'm saying. I absolutely do not, and nor do I think I want to. I guess now I'm not surprised. Okay, well, just you hold this and you go away, okay? Thank you, honey. Bye-bye. Bless your heart. Summer Squash, I get the feeling that I'm being talked down to, and I, I have to say, I don't appreciate it. You don't have to appreciate it, you just have to go away, honey, bless your heart. I have so much else to do today, I'll see you later at the party. Merry Christmas. <sighs> and a happy holidays to you too. Okay, and now, um, <clears throat> Topher? Topher, we're, this, you have a friend here. Uh, his name is Brad, I think. Oh, it might, it might be Vlad. Is it Vlad? I can't tell. Well, 
it's it's all right, Turnip Mercy. I'll uh, I'll just I'll just go meet him down by the loading dock. Uh, if if that's where he is. It's Rude Vegasu. Oh, sorry, Ruth Ruth Cicada. I'm sorry. God, Jesus. <laughs> I'll get that right someday. It's no, I don't care if you do. It's fine. I don't listen to you either. Uh, but it's 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 Rutabaga Marie. Uh, sometimes, sometimes when we're very close friends, we can just call me Root. But we're not very close friends. So uh, yeah, your friend is standing right here with a whole lot of vodka. Yeah, yeah, that's Vlad. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go deal with that. So I I go down to the Vlad. That's very uh, cosmopolitan. Yeah, you could say that. I just did. You sure did, Roybus. I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> it's Rutabaga. I walk away without without acknowledging it. So, sh- I mean, should I call over a uh, st- little Stuart? Mm-hmm. Okay, Stuart, I have a... Can you help me? Yeah, sure thing, Rutabaga. What can I do for you? I, I have been handling these snakes and they are all nice and warm for you. Can you find somewhere to put them until party? How many snakes are we talking? I mean, I can't get a handle on all the snakes at once. I have every faith in your snake handling abilities, honey. All right, is it just a bag of snakes? Is it a box of snakes? It's right here. It's a bucket. Oh, oh, it's a bucket of snakes plus one on the floor. It's a bucket. That's a bucket. So he picks up the bucket of snakes. Uh, but where would you like me to put these snakes for you? Uh, honey. I mean, I could help you put them in the supply closet if you like. It's very warm in there. You know, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I have the keys. I have the I have the keys. Have you seen my keys? No, I, I'm, I'm in charge of the bucket of snakes. So I don't have your keys. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, I have an extra here. I'll find the rest of my keys later. Let's go. Let's go put these away in the supply closet because it's the warmest place in the building. And we do not want frozen snakes again. That was three years ago. That was horrific. Was that, was that when the cake stands got got banned or was that before no 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 keg stains was last year oh okay the frozen snakes is the last time we had the ice sculptures okay gotcha the snakes did not like that one a little bit but they like the keg stands i take it a little too much gotcha okay so yeah um rutabaga show me where you want me to put these snakes say my name one more time honey uh, Rutabaga. Thank you. I'll, fa- I'll, I'll be right behind you if you want to show me where to put this snake. I would rather walk behind you, my love. You got the keys, so. Here's, you hold the key and I'm just going to walk a couple feet behind you while you go. He heads to the supply closet. And so now Rutabaga's desk is empty. Uh, so I come back from the vodka run and I drop it all off in the party. I don't know, the big conference room we're having the party in. And I'm like, you know, as I walk back to my desk, I notice that Rudabake is gone. I look around. I'm like, oh, alright, this is perfect time. So I walk over there and I notice I don't see anything on the desk, but I notice um, underneath her chair, she seems to have dropped her her key for the desk. I pretend to drop something on the floor, and when I pick that up, I also just swipe the car the key. Um, and, you know, triumphantly go back to my desk and I'm like, haha, Rosemary Marie is never gonna see it coming. It's Rutabaga. Fuck. Sorry, Raspberry Mandy. Right after the key got swiped, Stuart kind of storms out towards uh, Caroline's cubicle slash office. Caroline, uh, we might have a little bit of a problem here. Stuart, 
I, I can't have you interrupting me right now so close to the party. I'm working on something very important. And obviously from where he's standing, he can't see her screen. And uh, she is playing Animal Crossing. I, I know you're really busy, Caroline, but I've got an issue with Rutabaga. I mean, she wanted me to stash some snakes in her in her supply closet. That is the best euphemism I have ever heard. That is, why are you talking such crass words in the office? Snakes, and she put your snake in her supply closet. The party hasn't even started yet. I could have you reported to HR and then where would your promotion be then? Okay, okay, wait a second. Bucket of snakes, the pythons. Oh, oh, oh. She wanted me to put them in the supply closet because it was nice and warm there. Oh, oh, okay. That that makes much more sense. Yes, got it. I don't know. I'm getting some weird vibes from her. She just kept mentioning staying out of her drawer, but I have a feeling she wants me to go into her drawer. The one in her desk. Steward, as much as it pains me to say it, you are going to be stepping into my shoes and their big shoes to fill. I know, I'm very tidy. I'm very tidy, I have small feet as well. You have very tiny baby man feet. They're very small. I bet you shop in the small boys department and pay less. Yes, but I get the ones that light up. Oh, that's... that is a little cool. I'll give you that. I've seen you though in your... in your tiny sketchers, but... If you're going to be the boss, you're going to have to be... The boss. And that means that means taking a stand. That means acting like someone who wears big adult man shoes that that don't light up. And so if What about the ones with the wheels in them? Can I still wear those ones? Stuart, look at me. Look me dead in the eye. Now don't do it anymore. I hate eye contact. Eyes on the floor. Now you see I can do that because I'm the boss. I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay. You see these gorgeous heels? They have rolly wheels in them. Because I do what I want. Because I'm the boss. And sometimes, when I have to work here late at night, I like to rolly wheel down the cubicle aisles. Now, if cucumber salad is making you feel uncomfortable... We are in another room! How does she do that? I don't know. It scares me. You will march down to her her desk, you will tell her that she is making you uncomfortable, that you are the boss, and that if she continues with this behavior, there will be consequences. Now, Stuart, look me in the eye again. All right. Do it. No, don't do it. Look back at the floor. You're still not the boss yet. I am still the boss. No, he's still staring directly into your eyes now. Ooh, St Stuart. If I'm going to be the boss, I need to learn from the boss to be the boss. Stuart, I'm, I'm almost a little bit proud of you. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that I've already had some of the vodka in the conference room, but I'm almost a little bit proud of you right now. Now, you turn around, you march out of here, and you go tell that vegetable woman how you feel. I wasn't calling you a name, I was describing you. <laughs> and after that, we're gonna party down. I think that's the end of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
All right, I think we got one more scene for this uh, for this half. So the the party proper has begun. Everybody's in the conference room. There's music. Everybody started. <laughs> everybody started drinking, and for the moment, it's fairly tame. The snakes have been forgotten in the co- in the uh, supply closet for the moment, and it, it looks like your fairly typical Christmas party, except for the fact that people are starting to get bombed. They're not there yet. It's it's pretty chill. They just have like little vodka cranberries, and you know, it's the it's the music is just like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Like the karaoke machine is being set up, but it's not yet in use. There's like little finger sandwiches and like little buffet stuff, little like pigs in blanket type of thing. And um, it's just shockingly normal so far. <laughs> The weird shit hasn't happened yet. Caroline, Caroline takes the uh, opportunity to walk over to uh, Topher and under, you know, underneath all of the, the noise and the chatter and the music and is like, okay, now that we have the opportunity, Stevenson's emails, have you found anything incriminating to be of use to me? This is my last day, Topher. I need to give me something. Well, Caroline, it depends. Do you have the names of our shadow board members and our secret funders? What? If you do, then I have Stevenson's emails for you. Our shadow board members? Yeah, you know, the secret board that actually runs the company, not the people that are on the website or they actually go to meetings. The real board. You're looking at me like this is a strange concept. It's what, if you, you don't know about the shadow board? Topher, we manufactured toilet paper holders. But that's the perfect cover. It's, it's the perfect innocuous company for evil people to use, to launder money, to influence people. Because no one suspects the toilet paper holder manufacturers. Yes. That's true. This was a test, Topher, and you passed. Uh, give me a moment to write down a list of the shadow board members, because obviously, you know, I have to do a pen and paper list. That kind of thing can't be trusted to be shared on computers. So give give me a moment. Caroline turns around and starts like writing. Um, uh. Bob Bobson, Ted Danson, <laughs> Clark Gable, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good, okay. And then uh, she comes back, then fold, she folds like seven times over. These... Oh, the shadow board members. Tover, you need to be very careful. If this gets back to me, well, this cannot get back to me. Do you understand? Oh, I understand. No one will ever need to know about you. This never happened. Yeah, you go, you go like to reach for the, the piece of paper and, and she like yanks it away before you have the chance. Now, you give me what I need. I look, I look around, I reach into my pocket and I hand her, uh, I hand you a stack of 
colored floppy disks tied with a ribbon so that it looks like I'm giving you a present at the party. <laughs> oh, what a lovely Christmas gift this is. What's what's on them? Exactly what you were looking for. No, I'm being... I, I, I want specifics. Oh. Uh, Stevenson's got a mistress. It's weird as fuck. He emails her through his email account. What an idiot. Thank you. This is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Here is your list. Merry Christmas, Topher. Ah. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, Caroline. I unfold the list. Look at the names and I'm like... I'm like, damn. Sarah Silverman? And so with that, we are going to take a quick break, roll our tilts. But in the meantime, feel free to check out our lovely guest show. Uh, Kate, we want to let people know where they can listen to you. Yeah, I have two shows. I have Ignorance Was Bliss, which is I collect stories, anything from serial killers to podcasters, and they have a lot of overlap. You'd be surprised. And I also have Life World that I co-host with Derek. I'll let him talk more about that. Which you can uh, tune into the latest episode where we talk about Mr. and Mrs. Slenderman. Yeah, Slenderman. It's it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's the Slendermans. Yep, exactly. You know about the Slendermans. They live out on Long Island. You know, they lure children to their estate. They look for proxies. And then they never give them back. But you can find links to those shows down in the show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com, where, of course, we have links to all of our past guests, fan art. We got all sorts of stuff there, so make sure to check out our website. Uh, also, make sure to check out noco.fm with a huge thank you for them having us on their network with their other lovely podcasts. Uh, but folks, let's go ahead and get out of here. And uh, she is playing Animal Crossing. Oh, Raymond's coming to my island. This is so exciting. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. Sprinkle is the best villager. Fight me. Um, Bo. Bo's, no, Bo's so cute. <laughs> Don't you fucking slander Bo. I got no problems with Bo. I'm just saying Sprinkle is the best villager. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> She wants to be a pop star that is going to space. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to seduce everyone listening. I know. Uh, I'm Megan from Oh No Lit Class Daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh No Lit Class Daddy. <laughs> that is absolutely getting clipped for later use. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Oh, um, oh. All right. So fourth time's the charm. Let's try this again. This is what happens when I don't record with you fuckers for two months. Yep. <laughs> um, sorry, I just found something, because I was like, I need to look up, I was like, I need some ideas for, you know, like, an esp corporate espionage films, and I just want to read this brief description of one that I found, because it's just... Demon Lover from 2002. Two corporations complete, compete for illicit 3D manga pornography, sending spies to infiltrate each other's operations. <laughs> 
gonna leave that. <laughs> I know what I'm doing later. I was gonna yeah. say, add that to the list. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, I just felt that that interruption was warranted. Please continue. <laughs> I feel like you were possessed by Charles for a minute there. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. 